Welcome to another message from the teaching team at Elevation Church Australia. For more information about our church, service times and locations, visit elevationchurch.com.au. Today is Good Friday. Say that with me, Good Friday. Good Friday. It's the most somber day on the Christian calendar. It is where we reflect and remember what happened on this day some 2,000 22 years ago or whatever it was, however long ago it was, what Jesus suffered, what he went through and how he died. And I pray that you've taken time this morning in, in, in the rush of getting ready for church and you know, maybe getting the kids ready or having a coffee that you've thought about why we are here today. We reflect, we remember, that's what we're doing here, remembering. I've got an Android phone, uh, a, a Google Pixel, and uh, if you're an Apple phone please, person, please don't crucify me right now. Or, well, I probably shouldn't say that, should I, today? But please don't throw rocks at me or something like that. But uh, the Android phone it has this app called Google Photos. And uh, it's an app where you can go back and look at the pictures that you've taken. Uh, for the young people, that, that means like just looking at tons of selfies. Uh, for parents, it means looking at tons of photos of your kids. And for the rest of us, I don't know what it is that you do. But you're looking at your photos. You can organize them into albums. You can upload them to the cloud. And uh, I'm, I'm sure that Apple has something very similar. You can do those things and you can go back and, and look at the photos. Well, Google Photos has this really cool feature. And what it does is it has this, this feature where it helps you to remember things that have happened in the past. So, for instance, if today was my birthday, uh, September the 23rd, just in case you don't know where my birthday is, just to give you the lead up, the heads up. Uh, anyway, if today was my birthday, what will happen is that a lot of times Google will bring up and will say, this happened on your birthday this many years ago. And it'll, it'll create like this whole album where I can go back and look at old photos of myself, you know, um, uh, young and strapping and handsome and, and getting older and, and then greyer and then greyer and then just, just more and more greyer. And uh, it brings those things. Another thing it does, it can also go through and it creates uh, collages. And so um, if, if there's a person who you take really good photos of, it'll create a collage of you. And so my wife and I, it, it created some collages of us recently. We celebrated our 23rd wedding anniversary. And so it created a collage of that where we could see each other, it grouped them together. And, and, and it's really clever. Like I really like it because it, it helps you to remember these things in the past. Like moments, events, uh, people... Things that happen in your life, you can go back and have a look at them. I'm sure I'm not the only person who does that or likes to do that, right? Like, I'm sure there's other people here today. Now, whether you're using a phone to do that or whether you've got, like, a physical photo album, right, you go back and you flip through those photos, you have a look. Does anyone do that today? Yes, we do that. We do that. We look back at previous birthdays, holidays, trips, and events. And why do we do that? Because we like to remember, right? We like to remember, we like to remember and reminisce and look back. You know, we've been in a series called On Earth As It Is In Heaven. We've been looking at Jesus' ministry and he starts his ministry at the age of 30 and then uh, three years later he finds himself entering to Jerusalem. We talked about that last Sunday. And then today on this day called Good Friday, we see the, 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 the pinnacle, the, the, the climax of his earthly ministry here on earth. It's been building to this day. In the last 24 hours, he's been brought before the religious leaders has been brought before uh, the Roman leaders and he's been had charges brought against him and he's been found guilty and he's been handed over to the Romans and they've they've taken him and they've they've stripped him and they've beaten him and they've they've mocked him and they've 
They've whipped him and he's, he's been spat at and he's been punched in the face and he's been given this heavy cross to, to take up to this place that we call Calvary. And as he takes it there, he stumbles and falls and so another man grabs it and eventually they get to the place called Golgotha, the skull. And he's placed on that cross and nails are hammered into his hands and to his wrists and his feet. And the cross is then lifted up and placed in the ground and he's, he's there, Jesus God, man, he's there hanging on the cross, Jesus, and he's hanging there for, for several hours. And the scriptures say that he was thirsty. And so they get some, some vinegar and they put it in a, in, a, in a sponge and they give it to him. And, and, and the scriptures say that Jesus said, knowing to fulfill scriptures, he says, I'm thirsty. And so he's, he's all the time through his ministry, he's fulfilling the scriptures. He's fulfilling prophecy, given tens, hundreds some thousands of years before Jesus comes and he, 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 he says he's thirsty. And then in John 19, 21, it says this, When he received the drink, Jesus said, It is finished. And with that, he bowed his head and gave up his spirit. Jesus on the cross, he says, It is finished. The work that he came to do, the mission that he came to earth to accomplish was finished on the cross and he gave up his spirit. Today, Good Friday, we remember Jesus' death. We remember it is finished. It is finished. Long before Google Photos, smartphones, computers, cameras, long before... You know, photo albums, Jesus initiated a way for us to remember what he did on Good Friday, what he did for us, how he said it is finished. And he created this thing that we call communion. Or you might know it as the Holy Communion or the Eucharist or the Lord's Supper. But he created this thing called communion. And it talks about it in Scripture. And if you've been in church at any time or you've you know about church, you know about Jesus. I'm sure you know what communion is, but if you're a visitor here today, it's your first time in church. What is communion? Communion is an act of remembrance of Jesus' sacrifice for us. An act of remembrance of Jesus' sacrifice for us. And so I just want to go through uh, several points this morning just to talk about what it is that we remember on Good Friday and that we remember through the taking of communion. If you're taking notes, number one, he fulfilled the scripture. We've been talking about this a lot. He fulfilled the scripture. The scriptures prophesied about a man who would come and he would die and suffer for our sins. Can I tell you today, Jesus fulfilled those prophecies. In Luke 24, 44, he said to them, This is what I told you while I was still with you. Everything must be fulfilled that was written about me in the law of Moses the prophets and the Psalms. And then he opened their minds so they could understand the scripture. He told them, this is what is written. The Messiah will suffer and rise from the dead on the third day and repentance for the good forgiveness of sins will be preached in his name to all nations beginning at Jerusalem. Jesus fulfilled the scriptures. Today we still preach forgiveness. Today we still preach the name of Jesus to all names. He fulfilled the scriptures, he fulfilled prophecy. Number two, he satisfied the law. The law of God demanded an innocent animal to be sacrificed for the sins of the people, for the sins of Israel. It was something established 
in the Old Testament to make them right before God, to be sacrificed once a year. Jesus came and became that sacrifice for our sins. Romans 8.3, the law of Moses was unable to save us because of the weakness of our sinful nature, but God did what the law could not do. Is that good news, church? God did what the law could not do. He sent his own son in a body like the bodies we sinners have. And in that body, God declared an end to sin's control over us by giving his son as a sacrifice for our sins. He did this so that the just requirement of the law would be fully satisfied for us who no longer follow our sinful nature, but instead follow the Spirit. The law demanded blood to be shed for the forgiveness of sins. God met that requirement. He satisfied that law in the sacrifice of Jesus. Thirdly, He conquered sin and death. This is good news, church. He conquered sin and death. By living a sinless life, Jesus conquered sin. He conquered death and he conquered the consequences of sin, which is death. Romans 5.17, for, for the sin of this one man, Adam, caused death to rule over many. Talking about in the Garden of Eden when Adam and Eve sinned, that fall caused a consequence for all of humanity, caused death to rule over many. But even greater is God's wonderful grace and his gift of righteousness. God's grace. We are here because of God's grace that He sent His Son, Jesus. For all who receive it will live in triumph over sin and death through this one man, Jesus Christ. Jesus conquered sin. He conquered death. Fourthly, this is good news, He defeated the devil. What our enemy thought was a victory at the cross was instead a public humiliation. See, the devil thought Jesus on the cross was victory. But what he didn't realize is that this was the fruition of God's plan. This was essential. It was essential for Jesus to be on that cross, for Jesus to defeat the devil. And Jesus defeated the devil and his power at the cross. Colossians 2.15, in this way, he disarmed the spiritual rulers and authorities. He shamed them publicly by his victory over them on the cross. Can I say to you today, yes, there may be an enemy, but he is defeated. In your life today, you may be facing things. You may feel there is a, an attack of the enemy. Can I say to you, he has no power, no authority. He has been defeated and publicly shamed by Christ's victory for us on the cross. And then fifthly, he paid for our freedom. He paid for our freedom. Jesus rescued us and paid for our freedom. Colossians 1.13 For He has rescued us from the kingdom of darkness and transferred us into the kingdom of His dear Son who purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. Today, church, we are free. Come on, we're free. Someone say, I'm free. Come on, say it again. I am free. But you're not free because of something you've done. You're free because of something Jesus done. Jesus paid for our freedom. He purchased our freedom and forgave our sins. And so today on Good Friday, we remember these things. 
We remember what Jesus did. We remember his sacrifice, how he died on the cross for him. He fulfilled scripture. He satisfied the law. He conquered sin and death. He defeated the devil and he paid for our freedom. That's what Good Friday is about, remembering Jesus. What Jesus did. So how are we to remember what Jesus did? How did Jesus ask us to remember? Jesus asked us to remember through the act of communion. And earlier we sang a song called Remembrance. Just a a beautiful song talking about remembering Jesus. The first two verses, uh, they go like this. It says, I take the bread of life broken for all my sin. Your body crucified to make me whole again. Then verse 2, it says, I will recall the cup poured out in sacrifice to trade this sinner end, end, this sinner's end for your new covenant. And as we're singing that song this morning, you may or may not have realized it, but that song is talking about communion. This song is talking about the experience that Jesus went through, his body broken. His, his blood poured out like, like water poured out from a cup. And its origins are directly from Scripture. These, ver- these verses in that, in that song, 1 Corinthians eleven twenty three. This is the Apostle Paul. For I pass on to you what I received from the Lord himself on the night when he was betrayed, which is yesterday, last night. The Lord took some bread and gave thanks to God for it. Then he broke it into pieces and said, this is my body. Jesus said, this is my body, which is given for you. Do this in remembrance of me. In the same way, he took the cup of wine after supper, saying, this cup is the new covenant between God and his people, an agreement confirmed with my blood. Do this in remembrance of me as often as you drink it. And in church, we do communion in our, in our services, we do it every couple of months here at Elevation. Other churches do it every week. How often you do it is not important, but when you do it, you're remembering. But here's the thing you need to know, church. You don't have to wait to be in a church service to do communion. It says, as often as you take the bread, as often as you take the wine, do this in remembrance of me. So when you're in, in, in the week and when you're with your family and when you maybe you partake, you have dinner and maybe before dinner you say grace, That moment can be an act of remembrance of Jesus and what he did on the cross. And yes, we give thanks for the bread and the the provision of God's provision for us that we might have bread on the table. But we can also, I want to encourage this church, we can also take that moment and say, Jesus, this is an act of communion to you right now. And when you came through, you would have received a cup with a wafer on top of that. And if you you didn't receive that uh, right now, if you'd like to put your hand up, And one of the hosts will bring that to you in this moment. Uh, But if you did get that, please have it ready right now because we're going to take communion very shortly, just in in a moment in this time. You can open it up and uh, if you look on it, on the very top there's a section you can open for the bread and then underneath that there's a section for the wine.
And we go back to Mark, which we've been spending time in during this series of uh, On Earth as in Heaven. And we go back and we hear it in Jesus' words. It says, while they were eating, Mark 14, 22, while they were eating, Jesus took bread. And when he had given thanks, he broke it and gave it to his disciples saying, take it, this is my body. And this morning, the bread represents the body of Christ. And just as Jesus broke the bread, so too his body was broken and battered and bruised for us. And Verse 23, then he took a cup, and when he had given thanks, he gave it to them, and they all drank from it. This is the blood of my covenant, which is poured out for many. And the, the cup that you have right now, which has the juice in it, uh, I don't think it's wine, at the moment, so your, your children are more than welcome to drink it. The juice or the wine represents Jesus' blood poured out as those nails went in. As that cat of nine tails stripped his back, the blood poured out, splattered for us. All this, what Jesus experienced to fulfill again prophecy, the scriptures. In Isaiah 53 verse 3, he was despised and rejected, a man of sorrows, acquainted with deepest grief. We turned our backs on him and looked the other way. He was despised and we did not care. Yet it was for our weaknesses he carried. It was, yet it was our weaknesses he carried. It was our sorrows that weighed him down. And we thought his troubles were for a punishment from God, a punishment for his own sins. But he was pierced for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so that we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. All of us, like sheep, have gone astray. We have left God's paths to follow our own. Yet the Lord laid on him the sins of us all. And right now, right where you are, right where we are, if you're watching online, you can get some, some bread and some juice. But right now, I want us to take communion together. and We're going to just spend a, a little moment. I want you to take that communion and as you take it, and as you lead your children, if you have children here, taking it through it, just pray a prayer to God this morning as we do that right now. Thank you, Jesus. Jesus, as we've just taken communion, we remember you in this place, God. God, the bread that represents your body. The wine, the juice that represents your blood, God, we remember. Thank you, you did this for us. You did this for us, Lord God. You died for us, God. question we got to we have to ask this morning is why why would Jesus do this why would God send himself through the person of Jesus to die for you and I why would Jesus do this you know as your pastor of this church I love you guys so much I don't know if I'd be prepared to die for your family. 
Jesus comes, he dies for us. While he was despised, while he was rejected, while the sheep had gone astray, he died for us. Why? Scriptures tell us, John 3.16, For God so loved the world, for God so loved the world, you're ever asking why John 3.16 for God so loved the world if you're ever asking why Jesus after again I've failed I've fallen why because God so loved he loved you he loved you He loved you. Like, wow. Sometimes we can think I'm not worthy of love, but the person next to me might be, or the person standing up there might be. Yes, I understand. But God so loved the world, He gave His only Son, that whoever believes in Him, whoever believes in Him, doesn't say whoever has the best life. It doesn't say whoever is living the most righteous. It doesn't say whoever is the most, you know, worthy person you could imagine. It doesn't say that the works that we do are what get us into relationship with God. It says whoever believes in Him shall not perish but have eternal life. Today, maybe you're in this place and you're like, I I don't know, like my life what I did yesterday, what I did this morning, what I did last week. I don't know what I did in my past. I don't know if I'm good enough for the love of God. But my scriptures, the Bible says, it's nothing to do with that. It's whoever believes. Maybe you're here today and maybe you're, you would come up to me and you would say to me, hey, you know, I'm not sure if I actually believe. In God, I'm not sure I actually believe the Easter message. I'm not sure I actually believe that Jesus died on the cross for me. Can I say to you this morning, that's okay. That is okay. We're so, so glad you're here. We're glad that you've joined us this morning. We're glad that you're watching online because we want you to be here. We want you to spend time with us. We want you to, to, to spend time in the presence of God. And we pray that God would reveal Himself to you. Like, there's no pressure on us. We pray that God would speak to you, that He would minister to you. Perhaps you're here today and and you were like that. You were maybe in a place where you're like, I'm not sure if I believe. But over time or your first time here this morning or been here for months or years, or you've been searching, you've been seeking, you've been looking, you're like, I know that there must be more to life than what I've experienced because there's just something that I feel like there's more. No experiences or relationships or possessions have been able to fill this, this void that I face. You're like, maybe there is something about this message of Easter. Maybe, just maybe Jesus did die on the cross and He did rise again, giving away Sunday here, but He did rise again. Maybe Jesus is who He said He is. Maybe when He fulfilled the, the, the Scriptures and He did all those things, He, he paid, for my, paid the price for my sins. He conquered sin and death. He won the victory. Maybe those things are true. 
today you're wanting to know this God. You're, today you're wanting to know this Jesus who loved you so much that He came for you, that He was beaten and battered and poured out His blood, that He died on the cross for your sins. Today, maybe that shoe, all eyes are closed, every head is bowed. I'd just like to invite you this morning, would you say, Bronson, this morning, I want to believe in this Jesus. This morning, I want to make that decision to say, I believe Jesus died on the cross for me. I believe He did all those things that you spoke about. And I believe that He loves me so much.